0: Welcome back to the Youth Bible Monier, day 281. Today we're talking about how God can be glorified in defeat, no matter how big that defeat is. And look at Jesus. He died on a cross, that was an apparent defeat, but then actually he completely turned the world upside down and was raised again, and God was glorified. So, so how does God turn our failures and defeats into his glory? I'll never
1: forget a conversation I had with Father Reniero Cantalemessa, Franciscan monk, now a cardinal, and preacher to the papal household since 1980. He was about to be involved in a public debate with one of the new atheists in Italy. I asked him whether he thought he'd win the debate. He replied he did not know. He said he might lose. But he added, the Lord can be glorified in defeat. Jesus turned the world upside down. He reversed the values of the world. Supremely on the cross, Jesus turned the world upside down. In an act of ultimate humiliation and apparent defeat, he brought the greatest victory the world has ever known. It was said of his followers that they were turning the world upside down. In each of today's passages, we see how this works and how the Lord can be glorified in defeat.
0: From Psalm 118. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvellous in our eyes. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever.
1: God can bring success out of apparent failure. As I look back on my life, God seems to have used the difficulties and defeats more than any apparent success. The psalmist has clearly been through a difficult time. He writes, God tested me. He pushed me hard. Yet he's full of thanksgiving, praise, and rejoicing. I will give thanks to the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. He's full of thanksgiving because he sees that God is able to bring success out of apparent defeat. He writes, The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Jesus is the supreme example of God bringing success out of apparent failure. He's the stone that the builders rejected, which has now become the cornerstone of the church. Jesus quotes this verse in Psalm 118 as referring to himself. Peter too makes this application, pointing out that Jesus is the living stone, rejected by human beings, but chosen by God. Jesus is now the chief cornerstone on which the whole church rests. Respond like the psalmist. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Lord, thank you so much for the way in which you bring success out of apparent defeat. You are my God, and I will give you thanks. You are my God and I will
0: exalt you. New Testament from Colossians 4. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders, Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. My fellow prisoner, Aristarchus, sends you his greetings, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. You have received instructions about him. If he comes to you, welcome him. Epaphras, who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you.
1: God can use you in spite of your circumstances. At times we are distracted by many if-onlys. If only we were married. If only we were not married to the wrong person. If only we were in the right job. If only we didn't have to go to work. If only we had children. If only we didn't have so many children. If only we lived in the right place. But God used Paul in spite of his circumstances and even because of them. Paul writes, make the most of every opportunity. We cannot all be successful but we can all do our best in whatever situation we find ourselves. Paul writes that they are to tell Archippus, do your best in the job you receive from the master. Do your very best. Paul was extraordinarily gifted. He had a vital message to proclaim to the world. He might have expected that God would place him in a position of authority and power so that he could use his gifts and proclaim his message. However, God allowed him to end up in prison. He ended the letter, Remember, I'm still in prison and in chains. Yet the Lord was glorified in his apparent defeat. God turned Paul's situation upside down. Almost 2,000 years later, you are still reading the words Paul wrote while in prison. God used his words to change the world. Your words are powerful. Paul writes, Let your speech at all times be gracious, pleasant, and winsome, seasoned, as it were, with salt, so that you may never be at a loss to know how you ought to answer anyone who puts a question to you. For example, if you're hosting on Alpha, pray for wisdom to know when to speak, what to say, and how to say it. God also used Paul's prayers to change the world. Here's another challenge to our priorities. He writes, Devote yourselves to prayer. The world considers prayer a complete waste of time. Paul saw it as the highest priority in our lives. He commends Epaphras because he's always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. He wants his readers to pray that God may open the door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Here's another challenge to our priorities. Paul does not want them to pray for large crowds to come and hear him. Rather, he prays that he may proclaim the message clearly. Paul doesn't want them to pray for an open door to the prison, but an open door for the message of the gospel to be proclaimed. Rather than looking to the future when you might be in a better situation in which to serve God, focus on how you can serve God in the present, whatever your situation. Lord, help me to get my priorities right, to devote myself to prayer and proclamation, whatever my circumstances. Give me wisdom today to know when to speak, what to say, and how to say it. Old Testament
0: from Jeremiah 16 and 17 But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream It does not fear when the heat comes its leaves are always green It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit
1: God can make the worst of times, the best of times. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. These are the opening words of Charles Dickens' novel, A Tale of Two Cities, set in London and Paris before and during the French Revolution. Again, we can see that God can be glorified in apparent defeat. A year of drought can become a year of bearing fruit. Bad times can be good times for the church. The good news shines brighter as society gets darker. God is able to take something horrible and use it for good. The supreme example of this is that God took the worst event in the history of the world, the crucifixion of the Son of God, and used it for the salvation of the world. God can take a horrible disease like COVID-19 and use it for good, And he has done in many ways. The church has grown in both online attendance and its presence in the community, reaching out to those in need. Now is not a time to retreat, but for the kingdom of God to advance. The worst of times can be the best of times. Something like this is expressed in this passage. Jeremiah continues to warn of the coming judgment because the people have followed the stubbornness of their evil hearts instead of obeying God. He cautions us against the danger of deceiving ourselves. The heart is deceitful above all things. We can easily deceive ourselves. If we want something, our minds can present a variety of reasons why we should have it. We can easily justify ourselves, even when we're in the wrong. This is one of the reasons you need to stick close to God. Constantly check yourself with the Word of God and the wisdom of the Christian community or else your trust can end up in the wrong place. The Lord says, Cursed are those who trust in mortals, who depend on flesh for their strength, and whose hearts turn away from the Lord. On the other hand, he says, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Again, God turns things upside down. When heat comes, we would expect the leaves of the tree to dry out and turn brown. Yet because the tree is planted by the water, it sends out roots by the stream and the leaves are always green. The psalmist likens this to the person who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. That person will neither fear nor worry when heat comes. There are times in your life when the heat increases. You're tested by difficult circumstances and challenges. If you stay close to the Lord, trusting in him, God is able to turn things upside down. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Lord Jesus, you brought success out of apparent defeat. Thank you that I can trust you even when circumstances seem to be against me. I put my trust and confidence in you today. Pepper adds, Jeremiah 17 verse 7 says, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Trust is being able to let go and give oneself or a situation, over to God without holding back. It's a child in a parent's arms, never doubting for a
0: moment that they are safe. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are glorified when I fail. That you can bring about goodness out of all the bad things in my life. Lord, I'm sorry for I've turned from you. Where I have failed. Lord, I turn back to you now. I ask for your forgiveness. Lord, fill me now with your Holy Spirit. Glorify your name in my life. Build me up again to be a much-loved child of God. Amen.